Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. We call that our life cycle. Made a shirt about it, and it rings true with who we are as a podcast and a group. We are fortunate enough to have partnered with a company who can help us achieve one of those three key elements. Some sleep. They have a keto-friendly version of their delicious sleep aid drink, and we're loving it. It's a lightly flavored 8-ounce anti-energy drink. You drink it roughly 30 minutes before you're ready to go to sleep, and you'll feel it help you into a deep, restful, all-night sleep. It provides some helpful elements to do so, including magnesium, GABA, and melatonin. When combined, you have a powerful tool for getting the impactful sleep that you and I so frequently don't get in our technology-driven, fast-paced lives. You can find it at some retail stores, but you can also purchase it online and get it shipped to your door. When you do, use discount code TKMC10 and you'll not only be getting 10% off, but you'll be helping support the Keto Man's Club. You can find the link to their website by going to theketomansclub.com. We're thankful to Sam for partnering with us and we hope you'll benefit from the use of their product the way we have so far. Welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of the hosts. And this week I'm joined by Jim and Bernie. Wait, that's different than normal. Wait, yeah, isn't it? That, that, that rolled off the tongue a little bit different. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bernie, welcome. Uh, we, uh, Berto, who, who normally would, of course, be with us, he, he has a friend in from out of town and he's, uh, it's his last night. And so it's important for, for them to have the in-person time. Um, and so we're, we're giving that time and, and he's, uh, enjoying the evening. So we are excited to, uh, to get that Bernie on co-hosting with us and getting to, uh, to chat with him. It's, uh, Tonight's topic was his idea, so he gets to help. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, let's start with Bernie. Bernie, how's life? What's what's going on? Um, life's pretty good. You know, it's been uh, a strange year for everyone. Um, I'm uh, pretty proud to say that I've only gained three COVID pounds, and I'm actually going to say that those are three pounds of muscle in my legs because I've been hill climbing, you know, five times a week um, in my neighborhood doing anywhere between 30 and 50 floor uh, equivalent uh, climbs. And, uh, you know, I've built up some calves. So that's where that three pounds comes from. Um, but uh, eating keto and, and feeling well and managed to dodge all the bullets and financially surviving. So everything's good. But boy, you are working so hard because those of you that are watching the live stream, you're 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 in bed. I am <laughs> in, bed. in bed, Bernie. Come on now. Okay, I'm going to give you my my excuse. My excuse is I live in a rather small house 
with four adults and four dogs and I don't have a home office. Um, so this is the only room in the house that I can close off and control the sound. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sticking with that. Yeah. No, it, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so yeah, we've got some, um, that that's really cool. Jim, how's your week been? Um, it's been, uh, it's been a good week. Um, we've got some snow up here in Indiana, which has been nice to finally have a little bit of winter and everything. And I've got no complaints. I'm glad to see Bernie all comfortable tucked into his bed and sheets pulled up to the cover or to the chin and everything. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> it is good. It is good. Well, right. life. I can add this. It's making it even more comfortable. Oh, Lord. <laughs> please, please screenshot this, Chris, so we can make fun of Bernie repeatedly <laughs> moving forward. This is this is the rest portion of the yeah, yeah. steak, lift heavy, yeah, and yeah. Uh, rest. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, we... Uh, my my week's been been good and um keeping keeping busy with a lot of projects that <laughs> always seem to go south. Uh there's always a technical glitch. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how how many tools I use and how high end they are, you know, how well I set up my my hosts and 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 all of that type of stuff. Uh yeah, it, it's just one of those things. Eric, we're not going to take our shirts off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> er, er, and, and Mac er, McKay is asking the same thing. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Wait till spring. Yeah, it's a little yeah. cold. It's, I don't have my space heater on in here. It makes the gyms noise. have been closed. Come on, give us a break. <laughs> I did uh, clock in at my lowest weight that I've tracked since 2003 or four. Oh, awesome! Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so Good I still have some weight to lose, but the 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 uh, carnivore cut is definitely in action right now and it's working so far and uh this was the low that i hit at the end of the last cut and then i kind of rebounded a tiny bit and then i'm kind of now i've trimmed off that four or five pounds and, and kind of gotten back down so it's uh i'll take that as a win i'll take that as a win for sure so yeah good good stuff there um the cuts continuing to, to go on this is the end of week two i want to say um uh here's our, uh i figured you'd be used to things going wrong with technology i am totally totally used to uh to, to things going wrong with technology just whenever it causes me to take a three or four hour video edit and it takes eight to ten it, it's kind of a <coughs> kind of a sucky situation um cackles and carnivore i uh, love it uh okay there's probably a little delay on some of these uh uh comments too because of the streaming and everything so i've got to remember that too uh let's see here uh let, let's uh cover some some basic uh business that we normally cover real quickly just some basic reminders and then we will dive into our uh our discussion and q a portion for today uh it is uh Always something that we would appreciate if uh, our listeners and, and viewers in this case would take the time to go ahead and um, uh, take the time to, to go ahead and uh, visit our website, theketomansclub.com. All of our links to the, to the Facebook groups, all of the, uh, the the Facebook groups, the pages and, and everything else is, is, is there for you. You can uh, go to... 
we'll get this fancy and all that. The Keto Man's Club.com and be able to Ooh. see all of our links. Yeah, yeah, getting all fancy. Ooh, look yeah, at that. Yeah, lower thirds. Uh, so <laughs> we. Chris, uh, you're taking us to a next level. I mean, hey, this you is... know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> but that that website is basically our connection point for everything. And that's going to get a makeover if I continue or if I don't continue to have three or four hour edits turn into 10. Um, it, it, that's going to happen hopefully soon. We'll, we'll have that uh, going in the near future, hopefully. Uh, and that will be connection point still. It'll just have more information and more connections. Uh, so, yeah, we've got uh, some really cool um, things going on in the, the woodworks that you want to be aware of. Um, Jim, have we set up the mailing list? No, that is my project for tomorrow. It is a okay. bank holiday, and that yes. is my plan to uh, get some things done with that. Um, so talking about business and everything, and uh, the other admins and myself have kind of discussed, um, you know, all the craziness going on with social media, with Facebook, Instagram, and everything like that. And we just want to make sure that um, what has been created does not disappear into thin air because some Facebook deity decides that they need to do that. So um, stay tuned. Um, all of you that are watching this, listening to this, um, we're going to come up with a couple of different ways uh, to enhance the connection option so that if you're on social media, that's great. But if something were to happen, we'll have an email list. We, of course, have our Instagram and different things like that. Um, there's nothing to fear right now or anything, but we're just wanting to take a proactive approach and make sure all of our um, T's are crossed, I's are dotted, uh, so that we can connect with everybody any which way we can. Absolutely. And in, in, in answer to Randall's question, yes, it'll be email more than likely because those are those are easy and, and all of that stuff. We uh, we have the, the website chosen to host that. We just haven't set it up yet. So we're going to work on that. Jim's going to got to get that going tomorrow, and that'll be great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Worst case, we'll do that old texting thing where you have to hit seven 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 to get to the letter and four four four, and you know make it really interesting and have our own little secret code. And then while you're waiting on updates for uh, Berto's steak diet, um, you can play the snake game that just goes around and keeps. <laughs> um, Columbia House, except for meat, uh, and yeah. then um... twelve steaks for a dollar. <laughs> Columbia House, yeah. <laughs> And ham radio network. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get bad now. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So definitely uh, cool stuff coming um, down the pipeline with all of that. And um, you can connect with us via email. Keto Man's Club podcast at gmail.com. You can also text or call us. Um, yes, Randall Phipps Johnston. I love snake too. Uh, that was a fun game. I had that. My, I had that on my Nokia phone, uh, amongst uh -huh. other things. Yeah. Um, you can also leave us a call in, or leave a voicemail at five one two five one eight sixty one sixty one. So you've got um, you, you've got a couple different ways to connect with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you got the chance to go to Amazon or to the Apple Podcast uh, group, which honestly is kind of tough and i hate saying that because you know kind of work there but i don't work in that department uh so the um 
but that said, uh, we we um, would crave and and uh, really appreciate any comments or, or ratings that you could leave on the podcast to help get it out into the algorithm a little bit better. Okay, so that covers all of the basic business that I can think of right now. And so let's go ahead and dig into shout outs. Let's start with Jim and then we'll do Bernie. Um, so, you know, every so often we'll have one of those photos that pops up that like you do the double take, not so much because it's the before and after, but more of the, um, oh my Lord, is this a naked photo? <laughs> and so that happened um, earlier today, actually. Flynn Abbas, who I don't really oh. know, had on a <laughs> um, had on a black apron mm-hmm. that says caution. It's kind of hard to see because of the angle, but caution, smoke can, coming through, smoke coming through, something like that. And it's a shirtless pick, which is totally fine, but it, it was just one of those where when you looked at the angle for a second, you're like, hmm, this might be the reason we get banned from Facebook. <laughs> so Flynn, uh, Flynn's rocking it out. He's uh, out in uh, Vermont, and it just uh, – it it I, it was one of those like, do I look at this too long because then it's weird, or do I not look at it too long? Uh, so Flynn, just thank you for uh, making my Sunday a little bit more enjoyable. Very cool. Bernie, who you got? Okay, I'm going to – I want to say quickly, Flynn's got a really cool story. Um, he uh, is in another uh, Facebook keto group that I I think uh, Chris is part of and, and myself and Berto. Um, and he connected with a woman in that group, and they recently got married. Oh, so really? Yeah, so it's this kind of cool keto group romance that's worked out, and they both nice. seem like pretty awesome people. Keto um, after dark. Yeah. <laughs> Keto after dark. <laughs> nice. Um, I am uh, giving a shout out to Jason Thompson. Um, I uh, I looked specifically just in the 101 group uh, for this, and he's posted twice this week. Um, Jason says he's been doing keto for eight months. He posted a photo from uh, two years ago in July when he was 280 pounds and he posted a picture from this week where he's 182 pounds. That's 98 pounds lost uh, in eight months. I'm getting, I'm guessing. So that's pretty cool. Um, And uh, he posted another uh, post about three days ago about mental health and talking about how, uh, how much he values the brotherhood uh, in the two keto men's club uh, groups. Um, And uh, that's something I agree with and, and value very much too. So I wanted to call him out and say, awesome. I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. We've, we, uh, he's, he's doing the, uh, the carnivore cut with us and he's making massive, massive trends uh, or uh, uh, steps forward here. I'll, I'll actually, do this real quickly because we can get fancy. Um, <laughs> Chris is like a kid on Christmas morning that just got all the cool toys. We I weren't fancy like. enough. Oh, there we go. There oh! <laughs> the post. Yep, that's the uh, transformation post there. And so, yeah, he, it's really. He uh, was very sunburned two years ago. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he was. Um, yeah. So it's uh, so that's that's. Uh, that's another great shout out. I am going to shout out. Let me get back to that tab. Uh, Ralph Citarella, uh, mainly 
because, and I have to show this because this is just like massive. Um, he posted, there we go. Massive tomahawk. Uh, there we go. And they, uh, show, showing him. Yeah. Trimming, trimming that thing down. And yeah. So, you know, we're all about. That is the cow. (laughs) It's a very large part of the cow at least. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Did he ever identify exactly what cut of meat that is? I let me get in the comments here. Let's yeah, find it looks out. like a haunch. Yeah, let's let's see here real quick. Uh, my first round of cut was uh, less than awesome. He's got his technique down now. <clears throat> Oh, that's right. It was Brontosaurus. Someone yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brontosaurus. Like the, there we go. From yeah. the intro of the uh, Flintstones, where Fred picks up the. Oh no! There's a picture of the of the label. I think. That's. Uh, this is for. Oh, it's a ham. It's it's actually ham. It's not beef. Huh. Yeah, that's a uh, a very large uh, preservative-free ham. It looks like. Wow. So yeah, interesting, yeah. cool, cool stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, just you know, anytime someone shares a uh, a picture of a massive chunk of meat and enjoying it and doing something different with it is that's uh, always you know that's fun to to get to experience with with them. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, it doesn't seem fair that Spain both has one of the most awesome hams there there is with this uh, one of the most awesome cheeses Manjago yeah they, they've kind of been doing it longer than America I think you know you know, on some level at least um, okay so anyway uh, we have uh, gone on long enough with our uh, shout outs there let's get into the topic for the day so the basic idea today was that we wanted to have a Q&A about the basics uh, back to 101 um, basically and and all of that and so we wanted to get questions from you guys and i'm going to let most of these like queue up for a little bit and so leave your questions in the comments we'd love to see them um and if you're a a keto veteran meaning that you're not from the 101 group or you've been around for a while go ahead and ask ask yourself the question what was the question that i had early on that was really necessary for me to learn that really made a difference along the way. So ask that question in the comments. So for our veterans, go ahead and leave a question. Uh, I'm a very lucky fellow. It is delicious. And he's about one third of the way through. So (laughs) thank you for, for joining us, Ralph. That's awesome. Um, So yeah, the, um, so yeah, uh, go ahead and post your, your questions and questions that you should have asked in the comments there, um, because, uh, that, that's a, um, that we will pull from those as we, as we go. So I do think that there is one question that we cannot allow. Okay. Um, on a very serious note. And that is don't ask us what you can have at Starbucks. You almost made me take a spit take there. You almost caught me. That, that was a it wasn't gold roll pass. Take a drink then, but 
So help me. That was one of the biggest, yeah. biggest reasons that our groups were formed is because any of the other keto groups, constant. What can I have at Starbucks? Is this okay at Starbucks? Well, I'm in the Starbucks yeah. line. What can I do? Figure it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. No Starbucks yeah. questions is all I ask. Yeah, no, no Starbucks questions. Yeah. That's no no problem there. Uh oh, so... <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, we are not allowing yeah. it. No, <laughs> we're not allowed. Not it. allowed. Uh, <laughs> who, who is the bat? I won't say it. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, dive into some of the basics here. So. One of the questions uh, I have a, a couple notes. Hopefully, you guys have have at least thought about or have some notes on th- kind of what the basics are. And let's start with the first one: What is keto? Like, how do you define keto? And that's there are some groups that have very specific explanations of this. There's others, uh, very much like our own, that don't really stay in a specific lane, but. Uh, let's go around th- with the three of us and uh, answer that question, each of us, kind of in our own point of view, because I think we've all come come at it from different angles. So, uh, Bernie, why don't you start with your definition of keto, and then we'll go with Jim. Well, in simplest terms, keto is a zero-sugar, uh, very low-carb way of eating that results you – being in ketosis and burning ketones for fuel, which you get from burning fat. Um, That's the simplest form. You know, I guess, um, you know, things like macros and stuff is the formula to make sure that happens. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm glad that you said it. um, And without any training, you said the way of eating and not a diet. And that's the thing, excuse me. I think a lot of people, worry about is that it when they hear diet they think restrictive and yes keto is restrictive in the fact that you're not going to be eating potatoes breads pasta you know things that are starchy that have a lot of sugar and such Um, but that doesn't mean restrictive as in you can't have things to compensate and still enjoy and bernie's exactly right about getting into that ketosis factor so that you're your body is running, is fueling itself on the fat that you've accumulated over time. Yeah. Uh, so the way, just to quote two keto dudes, because they did it so succinctly, they got it down down pat. They would say, you eat fat for fuel, whether or you use fat, use fat for fuel, whether it be on your plate or on your body. And so that's a really great way to, to put it for, for fuel. So we, we choose to eat fewer carbs, like almost none. And we instead eat, uh, the, we, we, we get our energy source from fat and for some people. So the ratios, that's what most of the, the keto fights end up being about, uh, are, you know, high fat, moderate protein, low ultra. I usually call it ultra low carb to the, to the layman because they think, Oh, low carb 150. Like, no, no, it's, 20 <laughs> and that's that's net 20 net i usually will will give them if you're doing total carbs and doing strict total carbs 50 is probably okay but uh that's a um 
but that that is one of those things that you kind of have to to work out what your sweet spot is and and figure that out. I know for me, I do really really well um, on the uh, on on carnivore where it's basically no carbs whatsoever. That just plain and simple. That's that's I do really well on that. Um, so let's talk about macros a little bit. Uh, there are three basic macros: fat protein and carbs. And I'm putting them in that order on purpose because that's kind of our priority. Not necessarily that you have to get in a certain amount of fat, especially whenever you're doing a cut like what I'm on, but you you want to make sure that that's a, a priority. And, and one of the questions um, that we end up seeing is actually, right, uh, we, we just shared it in our uh, thing, and this actually comes from Jason Thompson, uh, is why and how do I get so much fat in? And I think that's a completely great question to ask because you have to go out of your way to do it. You you have to add butter. You have to add uh, keto-friendly, naturally derived, non-chemical storm <laughs> – beeping myself uh, – oils and so that's you you have to to add that in there and so things like avocado oil adding butter uh doing um uh, doing fattier cuts of meat those all go into making that ratio and and as as far as ratio goes on gram for gram because there is more calories in uh, fat than there is in protein, gram for gram, I would say shoot for at least one to one grams protein to fat. So that way you're getting about one and a half times the amount of calories from your fat that you are from your protein and your protein is moderate. So it doesn't have to be like crazy, crazy 400 you know, grams of protein a day, but you want to be enough to be able to feed your body and give it the building blocks that it needs. It's a major, uh, those amino acids that are in the, the, the protein, the meat that we're, we're eating. That's, that's important. So the Naaman method would say one gram of protein for every, for, for every uh, pound that you want to weigh so that you kind of have this, this static, you know, place. And so around that, and you, you have to find your sweet spot, but yeah, the name and method would be helpful with that. Um, and so the, the carbs need to come from green leafy vegetables. Uh, they need to come from vegetables that grow above ground, not ones that come from underneath the ground, uh, that are starchy with uh, a few exceptions with a few exceptions. Yeah. Uh, there are a few, go ahead and uh, what are the ones that you're thinking of Bernie? Uh, radishes, um, rutabaga, um, of course, you're, I'm on the spot now, but, mm -hmm. but there's a few, there's a few that I would eat mm -hmm. and I'd realize, oh, this does grow under the ground, but you know, plus you're not eating a lot. You're not going to sit down and eat probably a cup of radishes, mm -hmm. you know, sure. uh, you'd put a little bit on a salad or a little mm -hmm. bit as a, you know, something crunchy to eat next to your steak. Mm -hmm. Sure. And we've seen guys that have used radishes as a uh, a potato substitute mm -hmm. and chopping them up and frying them, you know, and kind of using it as like a fried potato replacement, so to speak. Again, mm -hmm. I'm not advocating that you do that morning, noon, and night, but if that's something that sounds good, mm -hmm. give it a shot and see. A little bit of labor to get 
you know, that done, but can be a nice substitute occasionally. Yeah, another one is uh, Himika, or however you pronounce Hikama. that. Hikama. Hikama. Mm-hmm. Hikama is also, I believe, grows below ground. Yes. Um, it, if you see, it, they, they actually carry them whole in our grocery stores here because the, uh, the, the people in the area will, will, will actually use it as a part of their, their, uh, Mexican recipes that they, they make and whatnot. Right. And, and they're, they're these huge roots that are about, you know, about a foot round basically at their, at their largest. And yeah, they, um, they're, they're great to, to have, um, uh, they're they're great to to have as a wrap. So they they in, in HEBs and and other grocery stores they make them as as tortilla replacement basically, and it acts as a, a nice little instead of a uh, a lettuce wrap. It, it, it's a it's a nice way to to do it, and they are really. Um, uh, um, it, it's it's a nice a nice replacement for that type of thing. Um, Artie, I think it's uh, jicama, but I I could I haven't looked at it recently, <laughs> so I could be saying it wrong. Anyway, um, so yeah, your 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 vegetables need to be um, need to be uh, on the low low carb side, on the ultra low carb side, um, versus potatoes and 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 things like that. Cauliflower, uh, broccoli. Those are both very good for you for many different reasons. Um, they've got um, uh, they, they've got quite a few different elements that they have in them that's really good for men's health specifically. Um, there's some elements that that uh, broccoli in broccoli specifically. There's some things that will help with uh, testosterone and in uh, supporting uh, hormonal health for men. So that's you know. Uh, as as carnivore as I like being, that's that's one of those vegetables that that I definitely uh, like uh, to to introduce whenever I'm not doing strict carnivore. Um, any other things that we needed to springboard uh, off of in terms of gallbladder? Or that's later. Uh, yeah. In ter- terms of macros and things like that, um, I would just add that it is a constant adjustment. Um, that is, your body changes and adapts and things. Um, your macros will change and so on as well. Mm-hmm. So don't get frustrated um, if you lose, you know, let's say 15, 20 pounds, or if you're going more off the scale, which is something I wanted to talk about later, but going by how your body feels, the inches, you, if your clothes are becoming looser, things like that, then start looking at macro adjustments and things. Um, and again, we may dive into that a little bit more as we go yeah. through this. No, it's it's absolutely a good idea to take a look at your your macros, and uh, we will have we'll have deeper discussions about how to formulate or, um, in fact, actually, let me do this here real quick. Um, um, people will say, well how do I calculate how much I should eat or what my macros should be? And, um, our friend, um, uh, Robert Sykes, who's been on the podcast, he has created a, um, a, a great macro calculator that you just go in you give it your weight. So, what is that website, Chris, by the way? It's ketosavage.com. Let me actually put it in a lower third on the – we're going to go fancy. Um, 
ketosavage.com slash keto macro calculator hyphenated. So yeah, and, and this will give you a rough estimate based on your, your body fat estimation and, and things like that. Um, and one of the cool things that he's done with his um, is that he will actually um, give you different phases. So when you're just getting started, here's your induction phase, confirmation phase, which is kind of where you like lock in things, maintenance phase, lean mass gain, accelerated fat loss. So he's got different modes for this because he wants, because what you need macro wise and different stages of your journey will change. And so this is a great one. Keto gains has another one. Um, Okay, and this one's it, it. It formulates it a little bit differently, and then you fill out the form, and it gives you some other things. The thing that uh, most of the keto gains folks would probably see, and and again, I want to, I want to emphasize this: we especially don't ascribe to any one specific thing. I what I described for what is keto uh, was what has worked for me. Um, and, and what has, has been, uh, successful for me, but the, um, the, the, and, and, and that's closer to the keto savage or, or that type of thing, uh, on the, the ratios, the keto gains is a little more on the slightly low fat, I guess, side of things. So it, it's, uh, it's it just kind of good to, to know that you have to find what works for you and, all of them can work in one way or another. It's just a matter of finding your sweet spot. Um, any other things that we need to talk about right now in terms of macros? Not specifically about macros. Okay. I mean, like, okay. like you said, right. there, there are things that need to be adjusted mm-hmm. as you go along. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and so there's a lot of resources out there to, to get started in that. It can make your head swim. Uh, when you're, you're like, I didn't eat when I started four years ago, which is almost exactly four years ago, like next month, uh, I didn't have a clue what the macros meant whenever I was looking at my, uh, at my, my chronometer or my, my lose it or whatever application I was tracking my food in. I I'm like, okay, what are these things? We will probably try to find a resource that does. I, I don't know that I could explain it any better other than fat fat protein carbs and uh, that just doesn't do it quite yet uh, like on its own so let's try to find a resource and and share that out when the show notes or or something at some point but yeah um and and yeah uh the um uh, jason pointed out uh in in the 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 comments here that uh chronometer and carb manager both have built-in calculators these you just put in your height and weight and that it helps to give you a starting place i would say that's a great starting place but i would also say that that's a uh that's something that you um i mean that's what my, my wife and i did we used the carb manager uh calculated uh macros you know uh, and didn't really mess with them until three or four months in uh, when we felt like, oh, you, we're not losing weight quite as fast. So we would say, you know, you're going to drop fat intake 3% or 5%, sure. um, which meant, eight, you know, eating uh, a little bit more protein mm-hmm. and uh, and it would work, you know, and uh, or maybe, you know, going with a little bit more calorie deficit and there's a lot of little tweaks that you can make. And I think that's what's important to do is 
not make big tweaks, mm-hmm. make, make small tweaks, make incremental tweaks and give it a couple of weeks and see what happens. Yeah, that, this is exact, that's exactly what Weston here is saying. He says, give your macros a fair chance before tweaking them further. So, and, and some, I, and I know, fish, by the way. Yes, yes, that's a great catch. He is an avid fisherman, and uh, he's not able to do much of that unless it's through ice right now, um, because he's <laughs> up there in, in the Minnesota area. So um, he's he's up there, pretty pretty cold. Um, I do want to throw out one quick thing. Um, a few minutes ago, we talked about what keto is, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give the um, other side of the coin of what keto isn't. Yes, and because some people think it is, I eat all the bacon that I want. Um, I eat all the eggs that I want. I eat steak all I want. And I'm keto. And that's not what it is. Because even though you may be eating the right thing, so to speak, um, keep in mind that you can still, if especially when we've had guys on the podcast talking about it, if you're a binger, if you're somebody who eats to excess, I mean, you can't eat. You can, I guess you could. You can't, but you should not eat like, five steaks in a row in one sitting kind of thing. You're, you're going to have excessive calories and so on. So you've got to look at kind of a, a, an entire picture, everything that's tied into it. Don't just think I'm going to go eat three pounds of bacon every day and I'm going to drop 50 pounds by Sunday. It's not, it's not that there's, Mm -hmm. there's definitely a science to it and a nuance that you've got to learn a little bit about um, before you jump into this. I, I, yeah, that, that is so so one of the things that, that I probably – yeah, we, we've got people cheering you on here. Uh, let's see. This is Jason. Uh, yeah. Testify. Yep, yep, yep pretty much. Uh, so we um, – yeah, and, and this is another great comment. Keto isn't a license to gorge. So, yeah, we, we definitely want to – uh, we, we definitely want to make sure that that uh, we're uh, that, that we, we want to make sure that that we're not overeating. Uh, it's not the calories don't matter is that calories um, don't matter as much whenever as compared to whenever they whenever you're eating a carb heavy diet. Those people that eat a lot of carbs and, and are using cal- caloric restriction, um, they, they, they find that they have to watch every single calorie. Uh, whereas with keto, at least, especially at first, and at least in my experience, I ate however much I wanted, but I did find, uh, that I got, um, I, I got, uh, satiated. I got, got, I got filled up a whole lot easier early on. And, and so that, that's one of those things that, that I think that is uh, pretty common is that you'll, you'll still kind of under eat in comparison to what maybe you were doing before um, and be, be in the, the range of where you need to be. So calories matter, but they don't matter as much initially. I've had to intentionally reduce my calories though, in order for me to continue to lose weight. I got to the point where I had hit, my bottom. And so I'm on a cut. I'm intentionally reducing my caloric intake. So it does matter. It just may not matter as much. Uh, I was laughing at this. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, anyway, so that's, uh, that's a, a great call out. It's not a permission to gorge. It's not a, a permission to eat all the bacon, all the bacon and all the steaks all the time and never, um, 
do anything else. So <laughs> that said, bacon is awesome. Yes, bacon is awesome. Bacon, it, it's it's really hard to fit bacon into a cut, though. Yeah, <laughs> it it messes up your ratios quite a lot. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of, I'm going to jump off camera here in a second. I've got uh, pork belly in the oven, and so Jim, uh, why don't you tackle one of our questions that we've been taking on? So we've talked about. Um what keto is in terms of the diet and things like that. Um, the next thing I think um, that a lot of people have asked about in our groups is the component of exercise and physical fitness and everything and how that ties into it. And, um, you know, I can, I can already tell without even looking at the comments on the right, that there's going to be uh, things about Berto and his awesomeness and everything, but we've got so many guys that are great in the gym Um their home gym, their professional, I mean, whatever they're doing, there are a lot of guys who are doing physical activity. Um, the thing about keto is that they can work hand in hand very well, but you have to be proactive in your thinking of what your physical activity is versus what your food intake is going to be versus what your needs are going to be. Bernie, I don't know what your thoughts are on pairing up the physical activity and following the keto way of eating. Well, I definitely think that uh, being active in some way um, that you can account for, you know, um, is a great way to be in a calorie deficit, um, which allows you to, you know, if you, if, if you are hungry a little bit doing keto, you maybe um, are more active than you think you are. And your, your, calories needed per day um are maybe a little higher than if you accounted for all that exercise um you know and something simple like a you know like a, an apple watch or a fitbit tracker or any of the other brands um can show you oh um you know i'm probably uh exerting let's say 500 calories more per day than i thought uh, now, that doesn't mean that you should eat 500 more calories that during a day, but maybe if you ate 200 more calories a day, you would be less hungry. Because um, I experienced some hunger um, in the first couple of months of keto. Not every day, um, but there were times where it was like, you know, because I – until you, you figure out what foods and the ratios and stuff, sometimes you'll eat something and you look at your macro and it's like, oh, uh, my macro is full. Um, I really shouldn't, it says I shouldn't eat anymore today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, either you, you don't and you work your way through it or you eat something small mm -hmm. just to get rid of, you know, that, that feeling of hunger. Um, but in truth, maybe you, maybe your macro, your calorie macro wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's a tightrope, you know, walk that you have to walk, um, you know, unless you have some way to really uh, quantify how much energy you're expending during a day. That's why I think these little, these things like the Apple Watch and, and other devices um, are great because you can look at the end of the day and say, wow, I, I didn't really realize that I burned 3,000 calories a day, mm -hmm. you know, right. but I'm only eating 1,800 calories a day. That's maybe too little. And 
Um, you know, we could go into the whole thing about starvation mode and what your body does when it's not getting enough calories or enough fats in keto. Um, you know, I'll jump in and say, I don't call it survival mode because that has earned kind of a, uh, a bad name about it, but I will say preservation mode. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of when our body goes, okay, I need to hold on to what I have because I don't know if I'm going to get enough tomorrow that type of thing. So right. that, that, that's why I choose preservation instead. It, it's kind of neither here nor there, but it, it, that's kind of my, my, my personal. It's, a, it's a better term. I, I see why. One thing is, and we're doing this show in, you know, mid January, 2021. And normally this time of year, everybody's renewed or started a gym membership, or they've found their plan that they are going to go and work out three, four, 17 times a week, whatever the case may be. Obviously with COVID this year, that's not really been, as big of a thing. But um, the reason I bring this up is that if you jump into a way of eating and add in a physical exercise, physical exertion component as well, and you're not used to eating this keto way of life, and then you go into a gym and decide that you're going to hit it hard and max out every time and try to, you know, go from being a couch sitter to running five miles a day kind of thing, you're going to hurt yourself. You're not Mm going to feel good. And all of a sudden, all the momentum that you had mentally Mm -hmm. about getting into better shape, feeling better, eating better, whatever the case may be, is suddenly out the window because you're popping Tylenol or ibuprofen or whatever, because you hurt so bad. You can't, you can't jump into everything lock, stock and barrel and expect it to just happen You've got to ease into the physical part, especially um, so that your body can adjust, so that your body can accept the change. Because as Chris just mentioned, that preservation mode, I don't know what they call it on the on the working outside, but your body's eventually going to say, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. It hurts mm-hmm. too bad. And then you're just like, screw it. Pizza. Done. Yep. And that's not going to do you any good. Yep. Absolutely. Preaching. I- yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I um, this is a pretty good comment, uh, though, kind of along those same lines that you know how you couldn't be that um, already already saying. I, I don't see how you couldn't be um, active on keto because your your energy level is just off the charts once you get fully adapted. I even go and run sometimes because of this. When your metabolic machinery is running well, it's hard to be lazy. I think that's a really great point because I that was exactly the case for me about. Five or six months in, I had lost a large majority of, of the weight that I had to lose. Uh, I got about 50 or 60 pounds down at, at that point, and, and I just had so much energy. I had to do something with it. I joined a boot camp thing outdoors and did it for six months, and like that that's like never, ever going to be something that I would have ever done prior to that, but I had so much energy, I just had to. And so I think that there is uh, something that that drives us to being active, but we can overdo it if we're not listening to our bodies. And so getting enough in is important. Bernie, go. Uh, I'm going to say I'm one of the few people that didn't didn't experience that that huge energy boost Um, or, you know, some of the other things like suddenly, oh, my God, my mental clarity is so, so much better. I never really noticed anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did exercise, um, because I thought it was just part of getting fit. I got on keto to become more fit 
exercise is part of that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I am sort of lazy by nature. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I had to push myself to do those things because it would have been really easy for me just to eat keto and not do any of that stuff. Um, but through some inspiration from, you know, this group mainly, um, you know, I decided to, to, to get off the couch and, and, and do some things and later got even more serious about it and started lifting heavy. Um, so, uh, so RD is like, yes, I, I could have easily not, not done any of that, but it, I just think that it is, uh, in general, Good health is more than just what you eat. It's what you eat and what you do. And I will add with that, that, you know, every person has a different physical component, history and such. If somebody was an athlete from day one and was on the football team in high school and ran track and everything and worked out during college and everything, even if they gain, you know, 30, 40 pounds over, you know, a 10 year span or whatever the case may be, there's some, there's some internal stuff in there that's already part of it that, that comes back to it. There are other people who have led entirely sedentary lives from day one. And I'm not saying this is a stereotype or anything, but if you were somebody who sat and played video games for 10 hours every day kind of thing and never got up and went outside or whatever, or I mean, anything, mm-hmm. it's, you're going to have a harder start into that. So that's just, that's just nature to me. I may be, I don't think I'm wrong on that. I think that there are definitely some benefits of having a, a background of doing things physically that when you get back into it, it comes more easy to you. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I was probably 30 years uh, estranged from my athletic self. I'm not calling you out. Trust me. I, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm just, but, I'm just saying that to, to prove your point, you know, there was a time when I was very athletically active and, and even good at it. And then there was, you know, probably 30 years where I was doing a lot of drugs and doing a lot of drinking and sitting on my ass as much as possible. Um, so, you know, so that maybe that transition was happening and I really just didn't notice it, you know, um, well, if you were pushing yourself to get in the gym and things like that, just based on pure inspiration, you probably started using that energy before it built up into the nuclear bomb that I experienced. Yeah. And, and so you shifted into that. And so I think right. that's that's a, uh, a good call out for sure. Uh, so let's see what uh, the we've got some other questions that have been submitted. Um, we talked about how to get in. Uh, why and how do you get, uh, do I get so much, why and how do I get so much fat? Uh, we talked about that. Um, let's see, what else do we want to cover? Let's, uh, the gallbladder thing, um, uh, I think it was Jason up here. Yeah. Um, asked about gallbladder stuff and I'll be honest with you. I don't know a ton about it. I have heard that there's always that there's people that have, uh, heard comments. Oh, you're going to have problems with your, your, your gallbladder or that type of thing. I've never heard any scientific stuff. Here it is, Jason, uh, Haynes, um, any of you gents had issues with gallbladder while doing keto diet Any experience or tips that might be helpful. Uh, I think the only thing that I've heard 
that whether you do or don't have a gallbladder, um, it, it can be beneficial to take ox bile uh, as a supplement to help with digestion uh, and the fat. The other thing that I've heard or that I've seen is that if you have gut issues of some sort, you can actually uh, you can actually ease in to the fat a little bit more. Uh, and so kind of do a little more high protein starting and then kind of back down into or get, increase it slowly. Any other thoughts on that, Jim? No, I wish I had a little bit of insight. Like you said, I feel like we've had some guests over the last couple of years of doing the podcast that have talked about gallbladder issues. Um, so I, I'll do a little research and see. Um, maybe after we get done with the podcast, if I can scroll through our notes and see if anybody had that and link it up. Um, but yeah, I really, I don't know. I, I have my gallbladder. I don't know that I've ever had any, um, issues with it. I do have a buddy who had his gallbladder taken out 15, 20 years ago. And if he eats something that's, um, a pretty rich meal, especially a fatty meal, 30 minutes and he's disappeared. So it just, it's, but it depends on the person I really think. So, yeah. When do we want to talk alcohol? Cause that's a common question. Uh, yeah. That's a great question. Uh, I feel like let's... we need a drink to talk about this, but <laughs> while we're talking about it, but I didn't plan ahead. I've got my bar over there, but yeah, I didn't plan a plan yeah. either that. And I'm not doing alcohol while I'm on the cut. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so alcohol is, and that was actually a question that came up in uh, the one-on-one group, I think. Um, yesterday or today, actually, and it was uh, is uh, is alcohol okay and and uh, and and whatnot. So the the short answer is the right alcohol is. Um, <laughs> Are you laughing at what I think you're? I'm laughing at, at too. At, 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 at a comment at, from somebody at, at this one. <laughs> Let me throw my glasses back on because I'm an old man. No, not that one. No. No, no. Somebody else. I'll just say he loves brisket in a microwave, but that's another story. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, this one. That's it. That one, yeah. Bragg Gevington. Yeah, Bragg wants to talk about this being Tim's chance to give me a shout out. That's not happening. Not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's it's all fake love. But anyway, uh, (laughs) um, so alcohol. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the the guideline I normally give is that alcohol is permissible as long as it's not a beer or a a a sweet wine. Um, So most hard liquors are totally fine as long as they are straight alcohol. Um, Mixed drinks are kind of frowned upon is the wrong term. Um, they, they aren't great because usually they, they have ingredients that have sugar syrups in them. So I have in the last four years learned that I, I had thought for a long time, I wouldn't like whiskey because it's too strong of a flavor or whatever. I love a rye whiskey. It's great. Um, it's just something to sip on and, and it's, it's good. Um, so it, it something, it, so stick with, Straight whiskey, or uh, not just whiskey, but straight alcohol, or try to stick to uh, seltzers that have no added sugar and that type of thing. Um, there are beers that are ultra low carb. I don't like that idea. 
personally, but I, I, for those people that want to do it, and especially if you've reached maintenance, I think you have a little bit more liberty because you have a bit, a bit more metabolic flexibility to, to do that. So if you really, really want a beer, find the right one, but find what works for you and, and, and that type of thing. Um, Bernie, any thoughts on alcohol and, and consumption of alcohol on keto? Um, well, I have no experience because I haven't had any alcohol in almost 22 years. Um, but from a scientific point, um, and uh, Matthew points it out here, too, that, you know, any sugar, any alcohol that you put into your system, your body will prioritize using that first. You will basically stop stop ketosis until you burn off that alcohol, those sugars, that glucose um, won't necessarily kick you out of ketosis permanently, but it'll pause it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for someone who has, uh, you know, a big challenge of, of weight loss, you know, I would keep alcohol to an absolute minimum. Um, and like you said, though, once you're in, uh, you know, the home stretch or uh, in maintenance, mm-hmm. then you, you know, then you just need to pay attention. Yeah. The other thing kind of with that is that um, as our group has evolved over the last three, four years, you know, guys have talked about um, how alcohol has, in fact, impacted their lives as well. So going into this, kind of take a moment to step back and say, what is the purpose of the alcohol? Are you coming home and drinking three beers after work because that helps you unwind? Maybe there's an opportunity for something else to help you unwind. Maybe it is going out and just walk in the neighborhood with your kid or helping them ride their bike or um, going to the mall and walking around with your wife. And I mean, it's something along those lines. Look at what the alcohol is doing for you or what you think it's doing. And then what can it be? What else can be done to get that same feeling if it's, you know, like I said, to relax or whatever. It doesn't mean that if you're going to your buddy's 40th birthday that you can't have something, but just try and take a look at the bigger picture of it because you may find out that the alcohol isn't really a need as more as a replacement for something which can also be replaced. Sure. Yeah, I think that's that's wise words, and 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 alcohol can absolutely we we know this. Uh, Burning knows this especially. It can be a crutch. It can be something that you uh, get addicted to, along with other things. And so, for some people, it's just not a good idea. I have an addictive personality, and so I and yeah, I won't go. I I, I and so I I know to be careful about some of that stuff, and so I, I choose I choose to be very gentle i've only been full-on drunk uh like two or three times in in my amateur pretty much um but i I, I was gonna say in 2021 like oh (laughs) yeah Uh, i'll just uh, i will say that being in downtown austin more or less by myself during south by southwest drunk as a skunk and needing to get home was not fun. Um, luckily I had a train ride to get to my car and was fine, but it's just, uh, kind of one of those things that you, uh, yeah. So I, I don't like doing that. Um, but, uh, that's, but in, in imbibing a little bit here and there, totally, totally an okay thing. Uh, let's see. What else have we, um, 
Uh, we did have a good question about fasting from Matthew as well. Um, let me pull that up here real quick. Uh, was prolonged fasting a game changer in your keto journey? Let's go around because I want to. I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. So, uh, Jim. So on January fourth, I started my own carnivore cut. Um, I know what my weight was, but I'm not weighing for quite a while. I'm going by shirts, pants, how things are fitting and whatnot, and have definitely noticed a change in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've noticed also that um, I'm finding that I can kind of do a fasting from about 7 p.m. until 11 or 12, 11 a.m., 12 noon, somewhere right around there. Uh, get home after work, eat um, in the morning. I have never been a breakfast eater since I was since forever. The only time I ever like breakfast is on like a weekend, 10 o'clock, you know, ease into the weekend kind of thing. Um, but around 11 or 12 at work, um, I've got a bag of uh, like small cut salami from a local uh, grocery store. I'll go grab three or four little slices of that. That tides me over. Uh, lunch is fine if I even eat a big lunch. And then dinner has been you know, a couple chicken breasts, it's been a steak, it's been, a, I mean, different meats kind of thing. And um, so I think that has helped. I've never really been a faster. So this is kind of really my first, I'm, I'm trying this and see how it shakes out and everything. Um, I will say that I found myself to be very thirsty in the mornings. And so I've been um, drinking at least a gallon of water a day. I've been throwing electrolytes in, um, some pink Himalayan salt, and some magnesium, blah, 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 one of those powder things. Mally? And No, it's the magnesium. That's it. Citrate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, that has definitely helped. And so, again, kind of readjusting into everything. So I don't, ha I don't have the greatest um, history with fasting just because I haven't done it that much. But, again you put fasting into one of the group searches and you're going to get 10 million, 10 million responses. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do swear by and believe in it and everything. And it's again, kind of like the macros, like you adjust to what works for you and roll. So Bernie. Um, I didn't really do much intentional fasting. Like I didn't really do intermittent fasting, but I kind of did. Um, I didn't do like a, I don't think I ever intentionally went on a, a 16, eight intermittent fast, but I, um, didn't eat breakfast, you know, and for, for the, I would say for the first four months of keto, um, all I had in the morning was black coffee with some keto sweetener in it. Uh, no type of, of, you know, creamer or creamer, uh, um, substitute. Um, after a while, when I started to supplement some more, you know, in the morning I would throw in a scoop of collagen powder in one of those cups of coffee. It's not a lot of calories. It was you know, maybe 10 grams of protein, 10, 11 grams of protein. Um, technically did that break the fast? Technically yes. Um, but still I didn't eat a meal. I didn't put food that I had to chew in my mouth till lunchtime till 12 or one. Um, so, you know, 13 hours, 14 hours, 
that was a, a typical thing for me mm-hmm. pretty much for the first nine months of keto. Then after that, I started to, you know, play a little bit with some, with some uh, keto friendly uh, creamers, but even now, and I've been on maintenance now for a year, maybe three or four mornings a week. Will I use some of that? The rest of the time I'm really eating, I'm really drinking black coffee with a little sweet sweetener in it. Um, you know, uh, we hear a lot of guys in the main group talk about extended fasts mm-hmm. and I just don't pay attention to it because I'm not interested, you know, and people like Zach Williams will, will post the science of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what, what's the, autophagy of autophagy is is supposed to have all these health benefits and i'm sure it does yeah (laughs) i so yeah between autophagy which uh broken down based on uh if it so the expert on fasting, or at least in the keto world, the expert on fasting is uh, going to absolutely be Dr. Jason Fung. He wrote the uh, the complete guide to fasting as well as the the obesity code. I've read the obesity code, and he goes pretty in depth with with fasting about what it does and how it can be very very useful uh, in a dietary protocol. So that's something to to look those are some some options uh to 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 think about to to look at as we uh as you dig into wanting to know more about fasting but autophagy when broken down or defined is where your body breaks down parts of itself to use in other ways so it, it's the repurposing of and that's part of what ends up rebuilding muscle rebuilding um or taking away from fat getting all the the uh the dead stuff breaking it down and, and reusing it for other purposes and all of that so aut- autophagy is a very very much a, a a thing of renewal for the the human body and uh so I personally had never done an extended fast beyond normal 16 by 8, maybe OMAD, meaning uh, one meal a day. I had never done that before I got to, like, my birthday last last month. And I had – I knew I was coming up on the second round of my cut, and I knew I was coming off of – kind of being a little bit more loose with with what I was eating in nominal ways like but but in marked ways at the same time that I I just felt like it was time for me to do a more extended fast so I basically made it to 52 hours I want to say you know two two full days and then the morning the the, the morning after and it was just like okay this really um, wasn't that bad. It really, it, by the time I'd gotten to that point, it really wasn't bad at all. The, uh, the, the pro tip that I learned kind of after I'd already started was start after a decent sized breakfast on the quote unquote first day. That way your hunger signal, which usually kicks in in about 16 or 17 hours, hits you overnight 
And then when you wake up, you're going to be out of one of those things. And by the time you may have another hunger signal midday, the, the second day, but you can kind of power through it a little bit, which is what I did. And it really wasn't that bad. Um, one of let me pull it up here real quick since it's not labeled. Um, Jason Thompson is uh, sharing biggest uh, benefit I have noticed from fasting is being able to determine when I'm actually hungry. It's a great way for you to reset your hunger signals and uh, be able to to do that. Uh, and, and yeah, as uh, Randall says, uh, after 18 hours, no hunger signals. So that first day when I did mine um, in, in December, I got right about the five, six, seven o'clock PM. And I'm going, and I'd been fasted since midnight the night before I was like, yeah, I could eat, but I drank some water, <laughs> some salted water up my electrolytes. And that was, that was it. Uh, it was good. Um, Jim, you posted a really good question about water. So let's circle back to that real quickly. How much water to drink? You're drinking about a gallon a day right now. Mm -hmm. What guidelines are you going off of? That I have a gallon jug. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I It's easy. I mean, I bought a gallon of drinking water at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And, okay, um, add all the powder and stuff to it. Uh, throw it in the fridge the night before. Out the door the next day. I will say that I have a couple of times um, given a couple spritz with uh, some lemon juice just to help get rid of the, the boring water taste, so to speak. Um, the electrolytes, I forget, there's a there's a flavor to them. I forget what it is. So there's a little bit of that with it already, but it's just enough that it's not plain old water. Um, when, I was, when I was a little kid growing up, my mom had this thing about um, loving the pellet ice cubes and always wanted um, that at a restaurant or whatever. And I always thought that's just the goofiest thing in the world. But now really trying to focus on water intake, I want my water a certain way. So I will, you know, I've got that jug, I've got all the mix and everything, and I'm totally the, a guy that goes mm -hmm. and gets it out of the fridge and just knocks it back. Mm -hmm. As long as it's good and cold, yep. I've got no problem. Um, so I try to drink at least a gallon a day. Um, I'm, I needed something different, so I got some Powerade tonight mm -hmm. uh, just for something different but um i i've heard the rule is that you're supposed to drink a um for if you weigh 200 pounds you're supposed to drink 100 ounces of water a day you drink half your body weight in ounces mm -hmm. a day but mm -hmm. you know for some people that that just is hard to do yeah. so matthew davis echoed that so yeah it's minimum that is the minimum yeah. ounces of water to drink yeah because yeah. i drink way okay. way more than that ratio so real quick, I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't really zoom in and I'm not trying to pinch the screen here, but <laughs> I was told by a coworker that if you pinch your fingers and your skin doesn't bounce back like really quick, that that is a sign that you're dehydrated. Hmm. Have you guys ever heard that? Or is there, is that just a, somebody just wants to see? No, how we're all doing it, right? Yeah. yeah everybody, everybody listening is doing it. Everybody, what, what do you consider <laughs> bouncing back? You know? <laughs> Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think that in some situations is absolutely could be the case because if you aren't hydrated enough, then you are dealing with 
not having enough fluid in your body, you can't make enough blood and, and the blood flow itself can't get into those, those small areas uh, very easily. And so, yeah, it could potentially stay dimpled for a little bit before, uh, before it pops back out. If you're Jason, so Thompson, I, Jason Thompson says it's pinched the back of your knuckle. So I don't, I don't, doesn't matter which finger. <laughs> yeah, well. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna leave that alone. My dad, um, my dad had a lot of heart issues before he passed away, and I remember when he had uh, his di- he was diagnosed with congestive heart failure, and his legs would swell. He'd have uh, edema. Is that what it's called when you've got mm-hmm. fluid yeah. filled up or whatever? And so, um, you know, I've I've witnessed, fortunately not myself, but with my dad's health over the last couple of years of his life, that you know he'd have on a pair of socks, and at the end of the day, take the socks off, and you'd have just like it. It would be like the hose here, but then yeah, exactly. Um, so. You know, that's that's something I actually look for also on the water side is that can you have too much water and mm-hmm. cause issues like that? Yeah, you, you can. I think that's um, you, you got to find. So I've always been the drink to thirst type uh, person. So I, I drink when I'm thirsty. Uh, but I can honestly say that especially when I'm doing carnivore, this is rather large. It's at least a liter. I can do two or three of these a day if I if I'm intentional about it. All I have to do is just make sure I have some ice because I'm like Jim. I like it ice cold. I, I like it to be cold. The good news about this is I can even leave it open on my desk, and if if I fill it up with ice, th- I come in the next morning. There's still ice in this thing. It's so thermal, um, which is nice. Um, but it, it, it is one of those things that um, I kind of just drink two thirsts. But I probably. Should be doing about a hundred. Yeah. So you're in Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously it's winter right now, but during the summertime, do you find yourself drinking more water and Bernie, Mm -hmm. you're in California, same Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, you're in more Mm -hmm. warmer climate than here in Southern Indiana. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, uh, that Berto will say on a day that he has to, to paint, he'll go through gallons and gallons of water and massive amounts of salt because he has to replenish because especially when he's in a spacesuit shooting, um, it's, it's like, nope, he, he's got, he's just, just, you know, that thing's a sweatsuit and then it's a hundred plus degrees and then it's the middle of the summer outside, (laughs) um, which in Texas that, that can, yeah. yeah, uh, more water and a lot more salt. Yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, one thing I've I've noticed about myself is, uh, you know, I do these these long walks, and uh, you know, in the summer months we have to go really early in the morning until it get uh, unless it's otherwise it's too hot, and uh, even though it's Los Angeles, we've we've up until a week ago we had a pretty cold winter started, so we were actually waiting a little later in the day to get started, but you know, a year ago when I would go on these walks, I would take some water with me, you know, like a bottle of, uh, of, uh, a small bottle of water and drink it as, as we were doing these walks. Now I don't take any water with me and we walk for about 90 minutes. Um, and then I come back home and as I'm, you know, catching my breath and stuff, that's when I rehydrate. Um, sometimes I'll drink water with, uh, electrolytes before these walks. And sometimes I do it after it kind of depends. Uh, I've 
tried to compare the two and it's like, I, I don't see a, a benefit or, or problem with either way. Um, the same thing with the, like taking protein uh, before or after for when I went to the gym, when I was, when I was lifting heavy, the protein before and after uh, made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it's like, it, it, I'm like you, Chris, I, I drink to thirst, you know, this, this is like a 24 ounce thermal thing. And I'll, I probably never drink less than four of these, but I bet you there's days when I drink seven or eight. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing about uh, water and hydration, everything, um, you can tell the difference. The more water that you drink, if uh, let me start over, if you're not drinking enough water and you start doing so, your urine is going to change to a whole different color as well. So you're, you know, ideally I've always heard that it should be almost clear like water. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've got, if you've got something rather dark yellow coming out, you probably need to go grab a bottle or three or four and knock it back. Just because yeah. that's one of your, one of the signs your body is saying, Hey, I need more water. I have noticed though, being, um, so car like the other reason I would normally see the the yellowish was was uh like carbs and and sugars spilling out it, it, that the um that I still see some darker color even though when I know i'm I'm there and I think some of that may actually be um uh that 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 may actually be part of like my body's breaking down things and getting rid of it so i I'm not I use that as an indicator because I do want to be aware of it, but it's not the indicator to, to definitely, I, I, I weigh everything in strides. So. Yeah. And, and it also can sometimes be just the leftover from a multivitamin or, uh, or an elect, you know, if you're drinking, if you mix an electrolyte drink extra heavy, like yeah. I do that yeah. sometimes too, sometimes you'll have excess and you know, it's, you're just flushing it out. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a question earlier. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find it at this point, but it was about what supplements to uh, to supplement. Uh, I have my box down here of all the different things. I make my own multivitamin, basically. Uh, some, what? How do you, okay. What? How do you do this, Chris? No, I just take a whole bunch of separate pills. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. I you had like yeah. some chem lab, but you were no, 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 no. D, vitamin C. No, 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 no. I, uh, I just take se- several different pills. And for me personally, I have the benefit. I, I talked about this before with my, with my testosterone replacement, I get blood, labs and and they they monitor some of those core elements that that I need like vitamin D and such um on a regular basis and so uh like this time around I you know I, I had some blood work done um just just recently and my vitamin D is is good it could actually be a little lower like I I may potentially had been taking too much so it's kind of one of those things where you can you can find your sweet spot that way but um I would, as far as basic supplements, everybody needs a supplement on keto. It really actually comes down to electrolytes, magnesium, potassium, and sodium. 
if you're supplementing those three things, you may have other things that you need to supplement. Like right now during this time where we need our immune systems to be as healthy as possible, you're going to want to to include vitamin D. Um, you're going to include K to help you absorb the vitamin D. You're going to uh, want to supplement some, uh, some sometimes vitamin C. Uh <coughs> <laughs> what are you laughing Sorry. at? Do I need to read uh, yeah, here, here we go. Uh, Chris wakes up and goes, "Stand back! We're about to do science." <laughs> <laughs> Our new swag: Keto Men's Club lab coats. Yeah, uh, we'll get on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the so the the supplements while you're on keto really aren't that much different than what you would average, you know, normally want to supplement outside of electrolytes because part of a side effect in a good way that, that our bodies do is it doesn't hold on to electrolytes. Our kidneys aren't having to work so hard to try to recycle them. And they kind of sometimes spill those electrolytes out. And so if you're just starting out, make sure that you're getting plenty of magnesium and potassium and sodium all in all in go ahead Bernie. well i i also wanted to point out that at least in the united states mm -hmm. um they have put limits on how much potassium and magnesium they can put into an electrolyte drink yeah. and it's not enough Man, it's nowhere sure. near the recommended daily allowance um so i besides using a pre-mixed electrolyte drink also supplement more magnesium and more potassium uh uh into those drinks and you you can get those in bulk from all kinds of places sure. um and so what i you know what i do is i put a scoop in of the flavored stuff mm -hmm. and then a scoop of of the two bulk uh yeah. things and mix them up real well and to yeah. making sure i get all that this is going to be fuzzy if i try to Okay, so this is my potassium. It's 99 milligrams, which is the maximum that they could put in a pill. So right. I take I take a couple of these a day. We're supposed right. to be getting like 1,500 milligrams. Right. Uh, go ahead, Jim. Where do you get the numbers of what we are supposed to have? That's From the good. government. <laughs> oh, oh Lord! We, we I thought we were wrapping up. We don't want to go down this. Yeah, road. no, that that's a rabbit trail. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, no, but it, it is it is way more than what are in these things. So part of the reason that they do it is you can actually overdose on potassium. It is possible. Right. So that's why they have some limits because they don't want you to take three thousand milligrams of of pills of of the of the potassium to you know and and then overload yourself, especially with all the people that are eating like fifteen bananas a day or something like that and getting loads of it. Uh, if you want a natural, really high source of potassium, avocado all day, every day. It's, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, so definitely something to, to be aware of. Um, and yes, no salt. So that's the other thing. This is how, or I, I have light salt, uh, which is half salt, half, uh, potassium. Um, no salt. It's all potassium. Um, but that's another great way to be able to up your potassium intake in the day. You just add some of that to your water. I actually like how it tastes. So that helps. Um, and things like that. So yeah, there's, uh, Jim, uh, I think you had a question. 
Well, I RD asked how much magnesium is in the power aid and I was trying to snap a photo and tag it, but I'm 14 different tech things and all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, potassium, 35 milligrams, niacin, 15%, vitamin V, B, 15%, vitamin B, 12, 35%. Magnesium contains less than 2% of the daily value of these nutrients. So it doesn't even say how much it is, just that it's mm. less than 2%. Yeah. So, so. it's not much. It, it's no. not much. Um, and and so, yeah, there, there's... Uh, but I think, seriously, I think that, that that's one thing that I get confused on um, is how much we are supposed to take. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I pop my multivitamin in the morning and I... One of the things that um, I've heard from multiple people in the medical field that's a, a really good supplement is actually fish oil. Fish oil is a natural lubricant that um, if you are, have a history of heart disease in your family, that um, this can help be a preventative because it lubricates the veins and the arteries and can help prevent um, blockages, clots, and things like that. So I take a couple of fish oil pills every day as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just knowing, you can see it on the bottle, as Chris was just talking about, you know, here's what is in this, but yet is that what we really need or is that just what's in there? Especially with uh, Indiana weather, you get, you know, eight <laughs> hours of sunlight right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people I know that are popping, you know, four or 5,000, uh, oh, yeah. whatever that milligram K grams, whatever mm-hmm. of vitamin D just to help, you know, get some yeah. in your system. So just for perspective, this 99 milligram pill of potassium is 3% of the daily value. Right. I, I just looked it up and it says 3,500 to 4,700 milligrams of potassium is recommended. And where is your source there, Bernie? Uh, just out of curiosity. Health, Healthline. It's a, it's yeah. an online yeah. Uh, yeah. thing. And now, now I'll check uh, magnesium. Mm-hmm. Uh, magnesium normally uh, it's a, it's a good idea to get um at least 500 milligrams a day, sometimes as much as a thousand. The good news about magnesium is that one you can't overdose on. You, you, your body will just uh, get rid of it. <laughs> it. It has its with, way of, with other things. Yeah, with other things, and uh, the you, rock emojis. Um, Here it says for for uh, adults 31 to 50, about 420. Yeah, mega, yeah. Uh, milligrams. And and that's probably assuming that you're getting that that f- also you know, like that's how much you you can supplement or or that's how much you should get if you're healthy and metabolically sound and yada yada yada. When we're not, and then of course we are being ketogenic, we don't hold on to any of that stuff. It, it spills out and 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 all of that. So yeah, it, it we uh, you know so something around four or five hundred find your sweet spot and sometimes it is better to split it up so half in the morning half in the evening it will actually help you sleep so it's good to take it at night um at least some um because that can that can help your body relax and things like that let's start winding down jim you did want to get into uh support and i think that's a really uh good thing to call out well if since we're kind of going 101 tonight um you know a quick backstory of the keto man's club which then turned or added in the keto 101 man's club um you know there's so many resources as we talked about on facebook and whatnot but a lot of them can get deep into crazy weeds and there can be all kinds of challenges and whatnot so when the groups were formed the idea was just you know one 
one place to chat and be at a little bit higher level than um, how does this work kind of thing. And clearly we've been successful now that we've got, you know, close to 4,000 members in the big group, close to 1,000 in the 101 group, our podcast followers, blah, blah, blah. So as the group has evolved and grown over time, um, we've heard guys share about um, their fitness and health goals and whatnot, but then they get into why they're doing certain things, why they're eating certain, certain ways, why they're not eating certain ways. And there could be all kinds of things from marriage challenges, work, kids, families, life, COVID, all kinds of things. And this has become an extremely safe place for our members to talk, laugh, cheer each other on, share information, and um, really get um, personal on things. So regardless of what way of eating you're following, regardless of where you are on the journey, if you are at step one, step 100 or somewhere in between kind of thing, um, having some kind of support system um, is crucial for all of this. You know, we talked earlier about um, going to the gym and if you hit it hard right at the start, you may do more harm than good and you're, you're, you're going to get defeated very quickly. You've got to have the support to know how to get do things right, how to um, start slow, advance, build, grow, get those hit those goals, hit those accomplishments and whatnot. And um, yeah, it, I, it's kind of like religion to me. I don't care what you believe in. I really don't. I, I care more that you are a good person. And, you know, sometimes you have to have a belief in a higher power, whatever the case may be, just to kind of turn over the troubles of the day. So same thing with this, whatever you're wanting to do, if you find that the Keto Man's Club, the Keto 101 Man's Club, our podcast, whatever is a great split, great place for you to get support. We're here. We ain't going anywhere. Um, if it is your church, if it's coworkers, if it's your family, whatever the case may be, take advantage of it. Um, but keep in mind, and then I'll get off my soapbox, is that if the support is not right for you, then find the right support for you. It's not a insert slot A into tab B every time. It's not that at all. You may have um, that buddy that you work with who says, let's join the gym together. We're going to not eat donuts every morning like we normally do. And we're going to do this. And you are gung-ho and you follow it. And 10 days in, you see him at Dunkin' walking out with a six pack. Like this isn't, no, can't do it. That There's nothing wrong with your buddy, but you've got to find something, some way, somehow to stay focused and find your why. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a kind of um, rule of thumb that we use in recovery circles, uh, like especially when you come in new and you're looking for someone to sponsor you, a sponsor is a person that helps you walk your way through uh, that program, the 12-step program, is uh, to look for someone who has what you want. Now, I don't mean what kind of car they have, but, you know, uh, has let's say in, in the keto world has lost a bunch of weight or has gotten very fit or has found a thing or has opened up in the group about an issue that, that you also have like depression or, or food addiction or whatever um, and has found some success in it, you know, look, look for the person that has shown you that, 
they will have something um, of value to offer you um, if you reach out to them. And, you know, I would say almost to a man in the two, in our two keto men's club groups, if you ask somebody for help, if you reach out, you're going to get some attention. Um, And uh, quite often it'll, it'll be uh, worthwhile and valuable to you or helpful in some way. Um, Even if it's to call you, shut up, stop whining, you little baby, you know, (laughs) because that may be what you need, you know, or it might be, man, I totally understand what you're going to. And, you know, let me give you a virtual hug and tell me all about it, you know, and and anything in between. Mm -hmm. I had a uh, literally as I'm sitting on the couch doing some video editing earlier, I get on Facebook to distract myself for a few moments and get away from the grind of cutting the video down and. I come across a friend of mine, an old coworker, uh, that uh, posted his like his moment. You know that 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 okay, come to Jesus. This is this this is getting real type thing. And he posted very publicly, and he, he said, I, "I don't want just well wishes here. I'm not even wanting any of that. I just." needed to declare this. And it's kind of the same way as, uh, as Bernie in the, the, um, in the recovery circles, you, you, the first step is admitting that you have a problem. That's exactly what he was, he was sharing. And it just, it almost put me in tears because I remember what that was like, as I recounted to him in my comment and in response to that and saying, Hey dude, you're one, you're not alone. And while this seems monumental, you can do it. I've done this, but I also know guys who have lost 500 pounds twice, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, so like it, it being able to not only be that, that voice of, Hey, you, you can do it, but also like really coming up and be a battle buddy with him and be able to fight. And, and I followed up my comment with a, a, a private message and saying, Hey dude, I, I'm not going to force keto on you by any means, but if you want to know, I'll tell you. And, and I, you know, that type of thing. And, and so I'm actually going to send him this live session so he can view it. So he can, when he gets, gets around to it, so he can see is this maybe something that, that will work for him because it, it it's yeah. Um, I guess that may be the best way to close us out is um, let's go around the three of us and, we we asked this question to our guests. Uh, what was the one thing that you wish you would have known when you started keto? And uh, and I'll I'll start so you guys can think. Um, for me, the thing that I wish I knew before I'd started keto was that I am so much more capable of doing what I set out to than I thought I was up till starting and getting into the ketogenic way of life, I really truly didn't have, I was a a leaf in the wind. I just blew everywhere. I, I, I had plenty of passions, plenty of things that I was, uh, was bouncing around from. And I still do that to a degree, but at this point I've proven that I can pick a path and stay on it. And I have for nearly four years and I'm a much better human being because of it. So it's not about the food. It's not about the diet. It's not about losing the weight. It's about finding the best version of myself. And in that, part of the reason I do this podcast and I get as passionate about 
keto as I, as I have is it's almost the same level of importance to me that my religion, that my, that my spiritual belief is, it's been that type of uh, experience for me. So that's kind of, yeah. Um, Jim, let's, uh, let's go with you and then we'll go to Bernie. Um, I would say probably that, um, what I was, um, uh, so boxing a few moments ago about, um, how the group got started and the support and everything. Um, I feel like our groups are an example of what social media should be and how it can be beneficial to people. And so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I had a little bit of the wherewithal to say, this is something that I need and I can't be alone in that. There's gotta be other guys out there that are trying to find this stuff and figure it out. So I guess that um, it's not so much a, what I wish I knew, but I, I'm, I'm glad to know that I wasn't the only one who was trying to figure it out. And clearly it's evolved that there's a lot more to it than as we started this conversation an hour or so back of it's not just eat bacon, eat steak and no potato chips, that there's a lot more to the whole thing. And um, it's okay to take three steps forward and one step back at times. It's okay to, you know, realize that 2020 just sucked in so many ways. And that sometimes you, you, you don't want to forget about it, but you may have to change your focus for a brief period of time for the sake of your family, for your job and whatnot. It doesn't mean we're going to eat potato chips for dinner or whatever, but you, you get where I'm saying is that sometimes it's just what it is, but the fact that you can step back into it, that you can get re you can regroup and get back on the right path. Every day is a new day. The sun has come up every day, no matter what's gone on in the universe. So um, that's what I guess I got from it is that we're all in this together. We're just maybe at different phases of it, but we're all doing it. Bernie. You know, it's, it's funny. I can't think of anything really that I wish I would have known ahead of time. Um, Cause I've really enjoyed, you know, the keto journey since the beginning. Um, you know, and I found, I found your group, you know, maybe two months in. Um, so I guess maybe the thing would be uh, what I wish I knew is that, there's more than one way to do keto that uh, it's not, there's not just one way there's, you don't have to fight about it. Yeah. You, you know, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of what there, there's a lot of acceptable ways to do keto and, and come out with the same result. Mm -hmm. um, and we see it, we see it in the group every day. Yeah. Um and isn't and, that an allegory uh, for life? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's definitely not something that's unique to keto, but yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely. Health is not exactly a mathematical equation, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. There's only one way to, to solve certain mathematical equations. But if the question is, um, you know, 
how how do I come become more fit? There's a lot of ways, and and this is the way that we have found. And uh, um, but there's not one way. And so I just wish I would have known that earlier because you know even the wife and I argued about how to do this. You know, based on what we were reading. You know, if we we watched two different YouTube videos, we would have an argument because you know we wanted our YouTube video to be the right one. Mm-hmm you know, or it made more sense to us or whatever. And it, you know, uh, my, I think my, uh, my tip in general is relax, <laughs> do this as well as you can do it mm-hmm. and, and just go, just go. It doesn't go. have to be perfect. It doesn't yeah. have to be perfect. Um, a step forward in any direction is a step forward. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's a great way to close us out. We have been going far too long and, uh, well, a lot of it was junk. You're going to cut out. Uh, or not, because I might just leave it in there. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and go back really quickly to uh, the, the normal podcast business here. Uh, a reminder, again, that you can go to our website, theketomansclub.com, and uh, get links to all of our socials. Bernie, shout out your uh, your social uh Places that people can connect with you, if you would. I mean, basically, Facebook is the best way. Uh, I don't even, I don't visit Instagram very much anymore. Um, and uh, so that's just my name, Bernie Druckman. I don't go by anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, you can find me any day in the Keto 101 group or in the, uh, the main, uh, the Keto Man's Club group. Um, and I believe that if you look at your profile, if you think you can find my, my, email that I have attached to it. And if you want to get a hold of me, feel free. Uh, absolutely. And um, just had a good reminder. We uh, had the December tracking challenge and I have a list here. Where's the list? There we go. Um, let me put these through a randomizer real quick. Because uh, we have some swag that we're going to give away to those that participated. And uh, there was few enough people that we're just going to give something to everybody. Um, Participation trophies. <laughs> well, Chris is doing that. So mm-hmm. if you want to for me, I am on Instagram at Jim Inman Jr. And then you can find me in um, all of the keto groups, uh, the Keto Man's Club, the Keto 101 Man's Club as well. Um, you, of course, uh, find us on our podcast page. Chris has done an awesome job on our website, theketomansclub.com, for contacting um, myself, Chris, and Alberto. Um, Bernie is awesome as um, one of our admins in uh, the groups, and especially the Keto 101 Man's Club of, you know, welcoming the new guys and everything. So he's he's easy to find. He's the guy He's got his hand behind his head and just lounging in his bed. Relax. <laughs> Ask on. me anything. <laughs> Ask me anything. See if I break a sweat. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, love it. Okay. So um, I, I just, I put it through the randomizer and I, I hit again and randomized it multiple times here. And let me, I'll just share my screen. Is that a because... bubble sort? Never mind. Let's go back to my computer programming school days 
Random.org. It's a wonderful website. Uh, so here's our list. Seven people participated and tracked and got their logs to me, which is, you know. And so what we're going to do, um, everybody in the first five gets swag of some sort. So I'll try to reach out to you guys. Uh, let me take a screenshot of this so I make sure they have it in the right order. Um, so, uh, you know, whether it's something that you don't have, you know, some, you know, we'll, we'll work out the details on that from, from the, the swag bin. Um, then I believe, let's see, let me coordinate here real quick because we had other people helping with this. We're not giving away gift cards to Starbucks for keto drinks. Just FYI. <laughs> Oh, there is an answer for for that mm. question. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. You're not black coffee. Black always coffee. Fair. Yeah, th- black coffee is always fair, regardless of the coffee joint. Um, yeah. That. So, so the um, so Nathan is going to get one on one coaching from Jim, myself, and Berto in some way, shape, or form. We don't have that fleshed out yet, so. That that's something that we're gonna work through, and then Ryan is getting a, I believe it's a hundred dollars, isn't it? Hundred dollar uh, gift card. Uh, I think uh, so. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, and and so we're gonna coordinate and get that to uh, you guys. So look out for uh, private messages. Look out for some type of a something, <laughs> and then. RD just uh, made a note. Don't use this service for giveaways. <laughs> oh well, you know, use multi round giveaways. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we do, we work with what we get quickly. Whenever we're yeah, <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. that's that's our list of winners, and uh, thank you for those that that participated. Uh, we. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, 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 it's so a, it, the visual and the audio. Yeah, That's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. With, with so, good reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, he he can be intense. So yeah, we we've got some uh, some good things on on in in the uh, pipeline uh, for for all fronts. And uh, if, if if you're scared, you need it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> some some helpful encouragement there. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap this up at the keto A reminder that you can call us at 512-518-6161. You can also text us if you want to do, and then um, you can email us at keto men's club podcast at gmail.com. That's pretty much it. Any other last things other than thank you for everybody that tuned in live, that chimed in, that had this conversation with us. It was really uh, very fun, and and I I liked having the the live audience thing, having having some back and forth with folks, uh, even mm-hmm. if if it did trigger my ADD on a like a million levels. Um, but it's all it's all all good. Um, I will mention it real quickly, even though there's always the uh, the, the pre-roll uh, ad on this. Uh, if you haven't tried SOM yet, you need to, um, mainly because it will help you sleep deeper and more completely than than what you would without it. Uh, we've got – and then when you buy using the affiliate link at our website, uh, you will actually get uh, – you, you can use TKMC10 as the discount code and – between the link and the discount code, we will end up getting a little bit 
of contribution back to us. So if you'd support us in that way, support this brand that's really, really great and do so. That's it for, for everything I got. Um, and I don't think there's any other business to attend to, Jim, right? We're good. Okay, very good. Well, that's it for this week. Until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat.